0: Thanks and welcome. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and President of BBB Western Ontario.
1: And Ask BBB is a program that gives consumers information from businesses they can trust.
0: You've just come into some money. You didn't know it was yours. A real windfall. A relative you didn't realize you had in their will or a lottery you'd forgotten you bought a ticket for. But is that windfall or is it a scam? Ashley Castleman will tell us what to watch for this morning. Baby
1: boomers are now senior Sooners. Many seniors want to stay in their own homes as long as possible. A number of services are being developed to enable seniors whose health and physical capabilities have diminished to maintain their home and their independence. Joan Turner of At Your Service for Seniors will join us to outline the range of services available and tell us what to look for when we engage a company.
0: And summertime is vacation time. And it's also a time that a lot of people choose to move so that they can settle in before the new school year starts. And we welcome Ron Cook of AMJ Campbell Van Lines to give us some tips on how to make it a very smooth move. Welcome to the program, Ron.
2: Thank you, Jim.
1: So we know at the Better Business Bureau Western Ontario that uh, consumers are looking for movers and moving services. And it's the top 15 searches we have in the region so how important is it to look for a Better Business Bureau accredited mover?
2: Well, due to uh, past experiences that uh, with our company, we find that it's uh, one of the top um, criterias um, that we like to educate our clientele with because uh, not only does uh, it become a normal question back to us from clients um, – when they're looking for uh, their estimates, they're asking us also a lot of times about how we settle uh, the unfortunate things that could happen on a move, such as a claim or whether we have what we call valuation, the term for insurance. And um, we are always telling the people that the BBB A-rated accredited is is crucial um, because that not only means that we're a part of the Better Business Bureau, but that also means that if we have had an incident uh, in the past that has required the BBB to be involved, that uh, we need to look at the ratio of settlement. So, for instance, uh, as of last, the end of last year, I believe, we, our uh, organization, Southwestern, had about six, uh, six um, listed um, disputes, we'll call them, uh, over approximately a decade. And But more importantly is we've had six settled disputes, so there was none outstanding.
0: So they can see how those disputes were settled and they know that you've maintained your A-plus rating uh, through that whole settlement process, and it's pretty important. Are there other organizations we should look for that the uh, movers are part of, Ron?
2: Um, yeah, another uh, crucial one um, is the Canadian Association of Movers, but they call it CAMI, and all of the top movers that provide the... Uh, nationwide moving, um, and that have all of the necessities of uh, being a uh, national mover, such as the workplace safety, they follow uh, labor board rules, etc. They are, I would say, over 99%, literally, are members of CAM.
0: Well, the, the very fact that we want to look for those two endorsements would indicate there might be some movers out there that don't belong and that you might run into trouble with. Um, Has the internet had an impact on that sort of uh, thing and people searching for for movers?
2: Absolutely, Jim. Um, The internet, what we have found is that it um, actually allows what the industry terms as rogue movers, um, which are movers that are uh, not your typical typical AMJ Campbell van lines group of companies um, out there to – Feed off of our industries, and you might have heard of some of these. Or they're calling scams uh, within the within the uh, the media these days. Those people use our estimators' estimates, uh, going uh, picking up and posing as uh, fake web pages to um, to access our clientele sometimes. And this is why we say it's very important to not only check on the name of the company but find out where their facility is and, again, check to make sure who the people you're dealing with. And that's where the Better Business Bureau and the Canadian Association of Movers comes in a hand a lot too.
1: So congratulations on maintaining your A-plus rating. Um, and we've decided to uh, book services. Uh, how far ahead do we need to book a move?
2: Okay, well, it depends. Also, again, quickly is that whether you're moving locally or long distance. If you're moving locally, um, and uh, if it's uh, not in June, July, or August, you can usually get that within a couple weeks. I strongly recommend in today's market that if you are moving in the summer months, as Jim alluded to at the beginning, for moving season when kids are out of school, that you give at least try to give at least a month, if not six weeks, notice. As a lot of the companies do book up, the reputable ones are booked up at the month-end periods and a lot of the times through July and August.
0: What sort of um, insurance d- comes along with that move? Um, when, when you've got the move booked and you're moving out, how much insurance is there on, on
2: that move? Okay, so we call it, uh, we're not insurance agents, so uh, by law we have to call it valuation or cargo protection and uh every every um, reputable mover is governed by the uh, laws to have what's called sixty cents per pound released valuation, so if you have a thousand pounds of furniture moving, you would get uh, you know sixty cents per pound, which is six hundred dollars coverage now there you can buy insurance just the same as uh, going through your insurance agent and again though it's called valuation
1: and so um how does a mover estimate the cost of the move so um, what's involved in an estimate.
2: Okay. An estimate in the local move is usually done by the hour, usually a van in three, it takes by the hour. We go out, we do what's known as a survey. A survey is getting a list of what you're going to move and what you're not going to move in your house is important, so we can be as accurate as we can. And then we'll base it on the hours and or the weight. The weight is done by an averaging system, which has been set up through many, many years. And again, was set up through the federal government. And that is uh, basically it. We come up with the weight or the hours and whatever the rates are the day you're moving.
0: Ron, we know that uh, we want to book ahead. And we know also that uh, you have a number of uh, answers to a lot of these questions on your website. So there may be some other questions that people have about moving. Uh, They'd find those on the AMJ website?
2: Absolutely. We have tutorials on there, and we've got just other paragraph phases, lots of recommendations, and as always, our phone numbers are listed, and we're willing to uh, answer any and all questions we can.
0: Ron, thanks very much for moving in and and, uh, providing us with this information today. Uh, Ron Cook is the owner of AMJ Campbell Van Lines, and thanks for being with us this morning, Ron. Thank you very much, Jim. Ask BBB continues in a moment when we'll find out Who will help around the house when boomers become Sooners? Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Linda Smith.
0: Linda is the president and the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario.
1: And it is a pleasure to welcome Joan Turner of At Your Service for Seniors.
3: Good morning, Joan. Good morning. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Before the break, I said that we find out what to do when boomers become Sooners. So at this age... Um, we have a little less energy, perhaps a little less ability to do all of the things we'd sooner though stay in our home, so we go from boomers to sooners. <laughs> Joan, uh, your company's one of several that offers a range of services that are beyond the services provided by our health care system. So uh, what does a company like at your service for seniors do, and how do you fit into this spectrum of care? Well,
3: Jim, the spectrum of care covers a huge um, space between those that are, as you just said, uh, fit and healthy and well and just need that occasional, oh dear, I have to have one of those medical treatments where the hospital says, you shall come and you shall have a driver that remains there and is able to take you home afterwards to those people that are, are very close to passing away. So, At Your Service for Seniors has been very fortunate to be able to serve people in all of those capacities and those capacities in between. Um, and and that helps us, too, to be able to interface with those other companies that provide things like assistive devices and um, retirement homes, nursing homes, people that do downsizing, people that sell real estate, people that sell support hose, you know, all things you can imagine. But we have our, not our fingers in the pie, but our ears, I guess, to the ground in terms of all of those areas. And it's great because we can mix and match as people require it.
1: So, Joan, who generally arranges for your services? Is it the senior, them- senior themselves who makes the arrangements? Can a relative, or does it community care become involved?
3: Can be any of all, or all three. Actually, um, it's interesting that ten years ago, when we started doing this, it was more often than not it was a senior. But now, as time goes on, it's more and more the family, and I think that that's something that's uh, evidenced in the media because we hear so often about the sandwich situation. We've got people that are perhaps my age or younger who have parents that are perhaps um, needing a bit of extra help. And they also have children who are still maybe teenagers um, needing a lot of trips here and there to the basketball game, to the soccer field to, you know, get a new outfit, things like that. So it's really tough and particularly on the women in the family.
0: So um, what sort of training and background checks are required for people who work in the kind of service that you provide?
3: Well, the thing that I look for uh, is first and foremost, people that have a first aid and CPR certification current, people that have a police record check for working with vulnerable people, um, people that have extraordinary references, and I don't give on that one. They need to be at least three fantastic references, and we actually call and check with all these Um I have to have somebody who's going to be customer service oriented because truly we have the honor of helping out these seniors and they are our customer and we do want to treat them uh, as, as best as possible. And we also like to have people that have a driver, or not like to, have to have people that have a driver's abstract and uh, who are good problem solvers and who can tell me or get past my test of saying, okay, if I were looking for somebody to look after my mom, would I allow you to do that?
0: So is this sort of business regulated in any way or is, is uh, say, the uh, accreditation with BBB one of the things that you want to look for first?
3: Uh, well, I think the accreditation with BBB is very important because we don't have regulated care workers. Hmm. Regulated care workers turns into the fields of things like uh, the College of Nurses, the College for Social Workers or physiotherapists, occupational therapists and things like that. We don't do any of those types of skills. We certainly will uh, do things that are more what you would do around the home. So i like to suggest that perhaps we can be the arms and legs and eyes and ears and nose, if you want, of the people that are no longer able to do that for themselves. So no brain surgery, no psychoanalysis, and uh, um, (laughs) okay, we can cut you some flowers, but that's about it.
1: (laughs) So how costly are services like this? Is there a range?
3: There's a wide range, and you can get anything uh, up towards $30 an hour and, of course, more in metropolitan areas like Toronto um, to if you want to get somebody that's doing this as extra income and not affiliated with any kind of organization for something probably like 15 But you have to be careful because sometimes you get what you pay for. Now, that's not to say you need to pay $30. Actually, our organization is probably in the, the lower portion of that range, between 15 and 30. Uh, But again, you need to make sure that those organizations have people that are properly vetted and that are going to be respectful and responsible and certainly covered by all types of insurance.
0: So what are some of the questions that people ask before they hire your service then? Uh, What sort of questions would you encourage uh, people to ask before they do any hiring?
3: Well, I would suggest to people the first and foremost to ask or not if your people are, or the people that are going to be the providers, have uh, coverage through bonding or some kind of liability insurance, uh, if they have references, if there's going to be the same person every time, what the cost is, uh, if there's a minimum number of hours that are required, if there's a a waiting list, um, and if the opportunity exists for the the senior or the person receiving the, the services to actually say, yes, I'd like to have that person, but maybe not that person.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, when we uh, do contract you, is it a weekly, a monthly, or can you do the contract on a on an occasional basis? How does that work?
3: It can be whatever people like. We don't have a term. Uh, the only requirement we have is is a minimum of one hour per visit. But beyond that, it can be whatever they need. Sometimes it is just one instance, and other times it's... It's it's uh, ongoing.
0: Uh, are any of these services that you provide tax deductible?
3: They can be. It depends on the individual situation. If a person uh, has Canada Revenue classifying them as disabled, then there are some opportunities to uh, allocate some of those expenses as attendant expenses, I believe that Canada Revenue calls them, and therefore reduce their taxable income.
0: You've provided an awful lot of good information for us uh, Uh, Joan, and we want to thank you very much for being with us this morning. You're very welcome. Joan Turner is president of At Your Service for Seniors. And thanks again for being here with us on Ask BBB. When we return, when that windfall might just be a big fall. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of BBB Western Ontario. And we welcome BBB Communications Manager Ashley Castleman to Ask BBB. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning. Well, let's start off with how common are windfall scams?
4: These uh, types of scams are very common when targeting seniors. Uh, Actually, this week, uh, a Norfolk resident lost almost $100,000 in a Facebook lottery scam. Uh, These type of uh, windfall scams are very similar to that.
1: So, Ashley, how does an inheritance scam work?
4: Well, normally, a fraudster will contact the victim out of the blue, posing as a lawyer, banker, or an official to announce that they are a beneficiary of a wealthy distant relative. Sometimes it's overseas, such as in England. Um... Who has, and the relative has died. Uh, then the scammer will then ask for a fee to claim the large inheritance, whether it's for taxes or administration. Uh, once the victim wires these fees, the scammer disappears.
0: Okay, so, so how do the scammers contact the victims? Is it through email or what? Uh,
4: well, this scam, it's most common over email. Uh, social media is becoming more and more common, mm-hmm. uh, but also good old fashioned mail is still used in the scam.
1: What is another common windfall scam that consumers should be looking out for?
4: Um, The sweepstakes or lottery scam is also one of the most common ones. Uh, This is what the victim in uh, Norfolk County uh, fell for last week.
0: Okay, so we better know how this scam works then.
4: Yes. Uh, Well, traditionally the scam works by the scammer contacts the victim. Uh, They claim to work for a government agency or... um, a well-representative organization, uh, and then they notify them that they've won a lot of money or a huge prize. Um, In order to collect the winnings, they first have to send a small sum of money to pay for processing fees or taxes, Uh, but once the victim wires that money, uh, they never get their winnings. Okay. So how can the scam be avoided? Well, what I always like to say, if you didn't enter a lot or lottery, you didn't win. You have to play to win, uh, that's the first and biggest uh, red flag, in my opinion. Uh, never wire money to anyone unless you know them personally or have confirmed their identity. Legitimate winnings or lotteries will never have strings attached, such as you have to wire them uh, X amount of dollars to uh, claim it.
0: Okay, Ashley. So what else should we be looking out for?
4: Well, another common scam is the prize and hard sell scam. Um, a lot of these also are known as like timeshare scams, this is when the scammer uh, puts, the ve- uh, puts the victims in a high-pressure sales situation. Uh, but rather than steal their money, the victim needs to go to a certain location to pick up a prize. Um, this is also common with um, duct cleanings or water filtration um, companies. They say you've won a prize when you really have to go somewhere to get um, the prize, and they give you a really hard sell with high-pressure sales tactics. Uh, once you're at the presentation um, and they use these high-pressure sales tactics um, and they won't let you leave until you sign a contract.
1: So what should someone do if they are in that situation?
4: Well, if you're, if you're in the situation, if you're at the presentation, don't be afraid to just get up and walk out. Um, it's your right. You don't have to be stuck there and you don't have to be polite and listen to the presentation. Um, that's a lot. what a lot of people are afraid of is being rude. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to get up and leave. Um, if you get a call about a prize where you have to pick it up, um, always ask for details. Ask what the prize is, if there's any strings attached, if you have to sit through a presentation. And if you do have to sit through a presentation, you might want to pass on it as a prize might not be worth it. Maybe it's only like a $50 prize, but if you are tricked into signing a contract for several thousand dollars, that's not worth it. Any other things we can do to avoid windfall scams? Well, if you receive an unsolicited phone call, ask for the number and call them back and confirm who they are before returning the call. Or if it's it's even okay to just hang up on them. Um, it's not being rude if it's a scammer um, or if you're uncomfortable, just hang up. Uh, Finally, if you receive a mysterious check in the mail, do not deposit it. Uh, Most likely, it's a bogus check trying to scam you, and that check can take months to bounce. And in the meantime, you'll be responsible with your bank if that check does bounce.
0: So if it's too good to be true, it's probably not true. Exactly. (laughs) Ashley, thanks for this valuable information again. And uh, what are you going to do next week? You're going to do another Ask BBB uh, tip.
4: Yes, we'll be talking about uh, caregiver tips for seniors, so tips to help you with uh, either uh, senior relatives or uh, if you're just a a caregiver in general.
1: Uh, Change of topic. The nominations are now open for the Better Business Bureau's Business Integrity Awards. If you've had experience with a company that you think meets high ethical standards of behaviour towards consumers, customers, suppliers, shareholders, employees – and the community in which they do business nominate them
0: for an award. How long have we got for that nomination? Then?
1: I think they close June 30th.
0: All right, so get those nominations in. Find out more about uh, this on bbb.org. All the details are there, I think, aren't there, Ashley? Yes. Yeah, And remember, you can always ask BBB. Visit the website at bbb.org.
1: Contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT, if you have a question or guest suggestion for the show.
0: And thanks again to our program producer, Ashley Castleman, BBB Western Ontario's Communications Manager. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Linda Smith.
0: Remember, ask BBB.
1: And start with trust.